yeah it's been a long time it's been a long time <laughs> i don't know i wanted to really stay um consistent you know with the writing and everything so and yeah and also doing the podcast i really wanted to stay consistent i wanted to you know really get things running <laughs> i'll try my best i will really try my best yeah sometimes i totally forget that i have a podcast too <laughs> yeah so i hope everybody has been good it's been wonderful um today hmm, today we're talking about the purple pill the purple pill Mm. So I wrote something down, so I'll be reading what I wrote down. Then we can continue the conversation from there. So what is free will? Do we really have free will? Or we are just made to think so? Um, looking at the perspective of um, the matrix, we have Morpheus offering Neo the red pill and blue pill, the famous red pill and blue pill, you know, to break off the matrix. But it bears the question, did he really break out of the matrix or he just chose a new, um, like a new one, a new matrix? If he really had the free will, why didn't Morpheus ask him what he wanted to do? You know, because... At the end of the day, if somebody really has a free will, you don't impose something on them that is either this or that. If they have the free will, you ask them, what do you want? You don't even tell him the options. You let him think for themselves. That's the free will, the ability for somebody to be able to think for themselves. So if somebody is giving choices, either you choose black or white, either you choose this, there's no gray area. There are gray areas in everything. So if you tell somebody that there are no gray areas, so they have to make a choice, it's either you are imposing something on them or you are making them feel bad for choosing what you didn't want them to choose. Because, of course, he would have been like, okay, I thought you'd choose better if um, Neo had chosen the blue pill, you know. And if Neo really had the free will to choose, he could have just walked away that, okay, now I'm going back to my life knowing that there's another matrix going on beyond this matrix. You know, I don't want to have anything to do with this one or that one. I'm just going back with that um, knowledge. But because I feel like there's no fuel for Neo where he was told to either choose blue or red. And he chose red and everybody just clapped for him because, yeah, he chose to break out of the matrix. But did he really? Or he just went into a matrix that was created by, um, what they call, Morpheus. You know, because, let's say Morpheus was, let, let's use this example. Morpheus is the first person who actually broke out of the matrix, who actually woke up from the um the matrix if he's a real first person then that means that whatever reality he creates becomes the new matrix so instead of 
actually questioning the machine, which would have been his free will to do so. From the fear of death, he just woke others, um, grouped them together, and just huddled them away in a simple, safe space to fight against the machine, you know, because they feel like a lot of things have been taken away from them. They don't even know the history of how it came to be. Like, they give a sad sub history of his version that, okay, this is what I figured out happened to humanity. We created a lot of machines. The machines got intelligence and consciousness and then imprisoned us in this matrix to become a battery for them. But is that really the history? It's a history, possibly, but we don't really know if that is really the history. Because what if it's just the architect who just created the machine to be used, um, to use humans as battery, the energy force and everything, to use humans as battery, to, and the machine seems to also to be working for something. So who is who who does the machine work for? Is it themselves? So that means if the machine is working for themselves, then then the possibility of humans also working for themselves, like individually, is also possible. You know. So let's say Morpheus, for example, Morpheus broke out of the matrix, and he started waking other people up without questioning or anything because everybody is used to the patterns in the matrix you know the pattern is don't question anything just obey the commands just do that do that and he being so afraid not to lose his life what does he do he just creates a whole matrix where we are supposed to fight against the machine we are supposed to fight against the machine you know, just impose that idea on people that it's either you choose red, which red is you forking out of the matrix, um, you are doing your own thing, fighting against the machine. Because it seems that everybody that woke up just got into the habit of trying to fight against the machine, which is also another matrix on, on its own. But what if, not even what if, this is a modicum free will. So if there is a free will, I'm sure... Neo could have chosen that, okay, I just want to walk away from all of this. I I have this knowledge now. Like, I'm glad I have this knowledge that we are humans um, in a pod or whatever working for these machines. I'm glad I know this particular information, but I'm walking away. I don't want to have anything to do with fighting against them or anything. I'm just walking away. That is his free will. And if Morpheus had tried to like stop him or try to impose it on him, they will know that mm-mm, Morpheus have like this really sly plan, you know. But if Morpheus allowed him to go, then Morpheus is respecting his free will. He is exercising his free will. Or if Neo said, okay, I think I'll go with the two. I'll pick the blue pill and the red pill, which is also the purple pill. You know, you are aware of the matrix you are in. And at the same time, you have the consciousness, you know, the purple pill, the one, the, the one that most people fear most, 
you know because when you are working with the machine when you are in that matrix most people are afraid of the things they can lose you know we don't know why we are afraid to die most people think that okay i'm afraid to die because i don't know what i can accomplish you know you have people complaining day in and day out about their life about everything but they don't actually want to die because the matrix will offer you you either go to heaven or hell if you're a good person so you assess your life. What makes you a good person? Is it the decisions that have been given by the matrix? That, oh, if you should do this, do that, do that, which also aids in powering the um, battery for the matrix, for the machines. Is it that? Is that what makes you a good person to go to heaven? And what is heaven? You know, what is heaven? Because people die, come back. Let's use the Bible for example. If there was really the heaven and all of that, Jesus the Jesus really wept when Lazarus died, brought him back. But we don't see Lazarus talking about going to heaven or there's no record of him saying anything like that. Nor did the girl that Jesus woke up, you know, made any mention of she going to a hellish place. Most of the time, this is my personal opinion, most of the time when people come back from supposedly being dead and when they start talking about they went to heaven, they met God, God said they should do good, or some people are like they went to hell and it was bad, they saw these people. Most of the time, I feel like it's just astral projection. For the longest, like for the longest since I was a child, no matter, even before I knew of astral projection, whenever somebody says something like that, I'm like, Mm-mm. it's just like you dreamt. Because, yes, yeah, some dreams can be that real because you are in your consciousness, you are in your mind. And this is where some people will talk about um, the 4D, 5D ascension stuff. So if you are on a higher vibration, if you are living your own life, you are cool, you will go to an astral plane where things seem very wonderful. Things seem it feels good till you are brought back to your physical body, or if you have a very low vibration, like you are fighting with people, you have issues, you are stressed. You will go to a place that you feel like this is so hellish, and because of the knowledge that you have in the world, like you already think that. Um, people who are famous and stuff like that are going to hell. You, of course, when you go into that astral plane, it's your mind. So you will picture them over there like that with you, you know. So it's it's for me that is how it is. But at the end of the day, it all begs the question: What is free will? What is free will? Is it the things that we have been given? that you choose this or you choose that. Let's go by the biblical um, creation example. When Adam and Eve were created, in their own free will, they were given the fruit of life and the fruit of knowledge of good and bad. And they made the decision to choose to go with the fruit of knowledge and um, the fruit of knowledge of good and bad you know 
That is being conscious of what is around you. Because they were oblivious even to the simple fact that they were naked. And they were not in their free will at that point. You know, because they were that oblivious to the point that they were naked. They didn't even know that they were naked. So once they started knowing that the good and bad, they felt that, no, this is my private places. I don't want you to see it. I don't want another person to see it. So they chose to cover up, you know. And I think that with this whole thing going on, that was the first free will. You were given the chance. Even with that, they were given a chance to even choose, right? Because they, they, okay, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm thinking of it right now that the knowledge was given to them that, hey, this is good and bad, fruit, the fruit of good and bad. If you take from it, you are going to die. And they did choose to die. You know, once you conquer the fear of death, what is there to lose? You know, what is there to lose? Once you're able to conquer the fear of death, if somebody wants to kill you right now, okay. Okay. You know, once they, they were able to cross that fear, that boundary, that, hey, we will die, because I think they didn't really have any idea of what death is. Maybe they did, because they might have possibly um, seen um, leaves die of plants and all of that so possibly they had that idea you know but at the end of the day they did just choose yes then we will die and have the knowledge you know and maybe some other time we can go to all the other possibilities of the creations and all of that because it's a very interesting topic and a very interesting thing to think about you know the idea of free will it's something that really, really triggers my interest because I feel like most times people just um, cover up free will in a sense of they want you to do something. You know, either you do this or you do that or you do that. Even if the choices are a thousand, what do you really want to do? That's the question I beg. What do you really want to do? Are you doing just because you have been asked to do or you really want to do that? What do you really want to do? When people are not around, when you feel like there's no judgment, the things you really want to do, your whole self, like your true self, you know, without thinking of what others are going to think of you. Because when you choose what others are thinking of you, you, the validation from others, I think that's where you start missing out on your free will, you know. And we are brought up in a society where what others think, from your parents to your siblings to the community to your neighbors to your teachers to your everybody around you, what they think determines how you live your life which is something that is supposed to be very questionable. Like, can't I just live my life the way I want to live it? I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not hurting myself. I'm not, you know, offending anybody. If you feel offended by the way I live, that means that you want to impose something you want on me. For example, you tell me that 
you love me, you want to be with me, and I tell you no, I don't want that, and you feel hurt by that, so you hold it against me. Isn't it my choice to choose who I want to end up with? So now you feel so hurt and hate me for wanting something that is not you. You know, isn't that basically you trying to impose your will on me that by force, because you love me, I should also reciprocate. But if you love me and I also feel the same, that yes, this is something that I want, this is something that I'm considering that yes, I want, then yes, this is me also exercising my free will to choose the partner or the person I want to be with. So if you are thinking about how the other person is imposing on you when you feel when you actually use the word imposing you see so many things that has been imposed on people you know what if i don't want to do this but because it will make my parents happy i just do it even going against myself what if i don't want to do something because it will make somebody very happy against my happiness it will be okay but no when you start to realizing that the things that goes with you, where when it makes you happy, it makes everybody happy. You know, once it makes you happy, it makes everybody happy. Those are the things that are in line with you. Those are the things that are in line with you. If not, if it doesn't make you happy, no. There are some things that you even do, you know that in the long run, doing it for this person makes you happy. Not that, oh, let me make my parents happy. And when they are happy, you are anchoring your happiness on them. And when you do it and they don't really express the happiness you wanted them to express, then you get disappointed and get depressed. You see, you get disappointed and get depressed. And people will tell you, but I didn't ask you to do that for me. They didn't ask for it. But because you want to please them, because you want to... If you are doing it unconditionally, that is it. Then do it unconditionally. That no matter the outcome, I'm okay. And you really mean like mean that word to the T. That no matter the outcome, you are okay. Not okay, let me do this. And when it makes them happy, then I will be okay then that is you anchoring your happiness, yourself, your free will onto other people. And sorry to say this, but most people disappoint, you know. You can't, that is when they also exercise their will and they might, you know, disappoint you. You can't force people to be happy for you just because you wrote a very lovely script of how you do this, do that, do that, and it will make them happy, which will also make you happy. It doesn't happen like that. It doesn't, unfortunately. And if everybody starts respecting everybody's free will, like, I don't want to do this. This is not me. Oh, okay, I understand. This is not you. Then you move on. It will be such a blissful place. That is where the purple pill lies for me. Where you are aware of other people, other generators, other um, people... You don't force them. You don't force somebody that you have to be this before I give you this. You have to be that before I do that. You know, just give them the chance to choose. Let let them choose. See them for who they really are. 
let them show you who they really are and once they show you who they really are then you will find out that is this the person i want to associate myself with if it's not the person you want to associate yourself with you don't have to force it you try to force it that is you imposing your free will on other people because it will make you happy they should accept it and that is not the way of it just allow people to express their free will and see the ones that really match up with you and the ones that truly don't match up with you. It's that simple. Even though in your mind you feel like that's the best thing that could have happened, it's not always going to be like that. Even though maybe at this point you might feel like you are losing the best thing that could have happened, you might even gain the most and think later you know it happens before like you you think oh if it happens like this this is the most brilliant thing that could ever happen to anybody i'd love my you know this to be like this and that to be like that and when it doesn't happen like that you feel very disappointed but then when you let it go and you move on you look back and you're like wow so if i had forced this to happen it wouldn't have been so. Like, there are times you look back in your life and you're like, wow, if I had gone on this trip or if I hadn't taken this risk, I wouldn't have met this person. Maybe even taking that risk, you might have lost something, but you gained something, you know. I think, yeah, I'll make a second part later, but this is my take on the purple pill. I'll do a series on, um, yeah, a series on the purple pill. Let's see how that goes. I hope to be very consistent. <laughs>